I, if it wasn't for this podcast, I'd be murdering broads. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Screenshots, the Drinking Game Movie Podcast. We just got back from seeing Silent Night. Johnny, what's it about and what's it making? Yeah, hold on. I'm just, sorry, I'm just liking this video and I'm su subscribing to the channel. You, you ready? Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm just leaving this comment really quick. All right, good. So, yes. <laughs> so we just got back from seeing si Silent Night, not to be confused with Violent Night. Oh my gosh, it's the right? same, yeah. And also, we saw that movie a year ago. That's nuts. I feel like we saw that last week. That's yeah, insane. Also, that crazy. we've been to AMC 43 times this year. No, 44, counting tonight. So that means we watched, we spent 44 minutes and 44 seconds of our lives watching the Nicole Kidman thing. That doesn't oh count. my God. That doesn't count about the times when I watch it at home. Because <laughs> we're all going to bed every day. So, Silent Night, not Violent yeah, Night. We could all hear when you're watching is, it. Is John Woo's return to American cinema, ladies and gentlemen. He The last American movie he did was Paycheck in 2003. Before that, he did um, another movie, and then he did Mission Impossible 2. But he's back, baby, and Woo! he's back with Silent Night. There was a movie that has no dialogue, apparently, and the logline goes as follows. A grieving father enacts his long-awaited revenge against a ruthless gang on Christmas Eve. Now, box oh. office. This is going to open in the single digits. Around 6 to 9 million, according to Box Office Pro. Variety said somewhere around, like, you know, maybe 7 or 9. And I don't know the prospects of how good legs it will. Violent Night had good legs last year because I was sort of like a sleeper hit. I don't know if this can replicate that, but I don't know if it should make money because the budget I would get, I've seen somewhere that it's like 40 million, but I don't think, I think that's too high. That I'd, sounds I'd really probably high. say it's like 30, 20, probably between 20 and 30. I can't find an actual budget for the movie, but I don't know if this will make money. Hopefully it will because, spoiler alert, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Yes. So let's get into it. So the no dialogue thing. Which I was excited oh. for. So when I was ex what I was excited for, I, so for those who don't know the rules, I said a word that he wrote down, which means I have to take a shot of alcohol. Yes, sir. Don't try this at home, ladies and gentlemen. Rules only in the professionals. Rules only professionals <laughs> yes. at this point. So the no dialogue thing, people are saying, "Oh, is it a gimmick? What is it?" Blah blah blah. I think in the first twenty minutes, it is contrived. Because because nice there is you do have to do the setup in a movie where you know you, the clunky dialogue is usually in the setup of the movie. It's like, you know, John, geez, you haven't been the same since the accident. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's like clearly they're setting it up. But now they have to do that with um, no visuals. Yeah. And I did think that the exposition through the visuals was good, but the problem was, since there was no dialogue, it almost forced the visual beats to be way too obvious. Like, instead of showing, like, oh, he's taken up drinking, right? Yeah. He immediately gets home after something has happened, after, like, the inciting incident, and he starts chugging vodka. Like, it's, like, not, it's yeah. so And then unsubtle. immediately after, her, his wife cries. Yeah. It's, so it's it, like, okay. And there's other things where it's, like, sometimes it feels awkward when she's not talking to him, like, and his wife isn't talking to yeah. him. And I'm like, all you have to do is just cut to outside of the window. And then we don't see any, like, she's, you could, we could see her talking to him, but we don't hear the dialogue, and that'd be fine. But Whatever. Um, but after the first twenty minutes, you barely notice it. I would say, after, not for after, me. Really? Well, I I love like I love dialogue in movies. Like one of my favorite movies to watch is uh, like Pulp Fiction, where they're just talking about nothing the entire yeah. time. I really Kinda like this podcast. Well, exactly. That's why I love it so much. Cause we're we're really good at it. Um, no, I love dialogue in movies. I'm I'm a sucker for exposition. Like I know like when you like read any kind of like screenwriting book, it's like listen, you gotta. Be careful the exposition. You don't. I'm a sucker for it. I love right. listening to characters talk about what they're doing. Mm -hmm. um, but I will say though, you said something about Oppenheimer, where and I'm gonna relate it into this, uh, where it's like they at no point in Oppenheimer sat you down and explained fusion or fission to you. 
and it's like, and they, but you still were understood. Right. In this movie, they should have been able to find a way to explain to you what was going on. Like, there's no dialogue without having to be so obvious about it. Like, you were kind of just saying there would be. Well, there is, like, there is the caveat of him, like, not being able to talk. But I do, like, there's, when you include, there's a cop character who has his subplot, which doesn't really have any impact on the no. story. And that felt awkward because he's a regular guy, but we don't see him talk, even though he's mostly alone in the scenes we see. But. I don't think I like. I understood the plot. The plot's yeah, like fine. obvious. It's plot's super so clear. Easy to understand. And <clears throat> Jesus Christ! What I will <laughs> say about the action: the plot's just so good. All <laughs> you're getting congested. <laughs> it's congesting me. But the action in this, I think, is perfectly solid. Yeah. A little, you know. Sometimes there's a Dark Knight Rises where a guy just like doesn't shoot for some reason, just so the character doesn't die. But there, there is action that's <laughs> it's sustained. It's just, there's pretty consistent good action throughout. Except for the, it opens like there's there's a shitty CGI car accident. That, yeah, that was rough. Which I'm like, what the hell? But then and everything the opening, else is practical though, like, effects. Like what a ball, like a ballsy thing to do in the opening is like, sure, you want like the opening to like catch you and have a big extravagant thing, but don't CGI that. Like yeah, just now, write it yeah, differently. That, yeah, I wouldn't. That, you would want to do that in the third act. Yeah, the first act yes. is where you put all your marbles, basically. Yeah. Um, but I feel like I would have enjoyed this more ten years ago, because I yeah. think movies like John Wick. Yeah. And other. Movies that are of that style, like the Gung Fu, the Gung Fu, the Gunkata, gun yeah, Gunkata, Gung Gun with Kung uh, Christian Fu, Bale, Gun Fu. I don't know. Yeah, um, you're talking about Equilibrium. Equilibrium. But movies like that, we've action movies we got in the last ten years. I feel like desensitized audiences and us from enjoying this movie. Like John Woo might be ten years behind American cinema because he's been in China. I think China making movies. I'm not sure, but I do think even though this is an okay movie, maybe even a little bit good. Since it's John Woo, it's not like you're watching a generic Hollywood blockbuster. Since it's like it does have like a tinge of like a unique director to it, it has so, kind of like an independent feel to it. Yeah, and every every once in a while, like it'll just do a weird camera thing. You're like, oh, what was that? <gasps> what did I just say? Director. Oh, what? Okay, that's a general word, but I'll, I'll fuck you, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll you take know, the shot. I, what was I gonna say? I so the one thing I have a problem with, like extreme, like I understand, like you have some leeway with the action. Um, which still annoys me because we've seen movies, where, we've seen movies, we've seen TV shows where like the action is like okay, every move everyone's making makes sense. Like they're not leaving any gaps where the characters like waiting for too long. Right. In this movie, there's some in terms of, that. of like the choreography. Yes. You mean, yeah. In this movie, there's some of that. But one thing I can't forgive is like bullets are useless in this movie. You, you, they're useless. People getting shot like several times and they're still fighting. Don't do that. Yeah, but also. If you, like, it depends, it all depends. Like, if somebody gets shot in the chest with a shotgun, they're still up? No. But if somebody's shooting, like, a Glock, which is, like, a... A Glock's, like, if you watch, like, police videos where people get shot, there's guys who get the, who get shot, yeah, like, seven the guys times and they're on still meth. standing. The guy's on meth. These guys aren't on drugs? Are you kidding me? They're, Listen. They're the GI-7, you, 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 which sounds like, a, get, sounds like a Guatemalan <laughs> MI6. Get, <laughs> get shot se- I, seven times yeah. with a 9mm bullet in the chest. Yeah. You're not going to be... For another five minutes, punching like this and going like that. Even if yeah, you're on meth, you don't have enough blood for to make would, those muscles yeah, that's work. That's true about the 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 henchman. Yes, but the guy, our guy, he Joel, had, Kin- he had, Joel Kinnaman, sure, who's me- great in this movie, he had a vest on. I, I he's, he's great. Awesome. He's, he's awesome. He should be in more movies. Yes, I agree. What was the last movie? What's the last time we seen him? Suicide Squad. Ha! He said Suicide Squad, idiot. It's a different movie. No, shut up. It ha- it's Joel Kinnaman. It has to do with him. Shut up. Take that shot, dude. Comment. Because you know what happened? Everybody, heard, everybody, everybody yell <laughs> at Mark in the comments you know and tell him to take the shot. I knew that was going to be a word, but I felt confident. So like, you can't use it, though. So you Do it. There we go. Listen to me. Also, if you know what that sound effect is, 
comment that. Yeah. Not a lot of people know. No one knows. Um, but no, I don't think people should be just straight up bullet sponges. Yes, like, yeah. I do like, though, how, and if this is a spoiler, I'll let me know. I do like how they explained why the characters were allowed to get away with some bullet shots, like gunshots. Bullet shots. Um, like the way he like souped up his car and stuff. Yeah. It's like, okay, he explained it. I'm okay with it. Even though like there shouldn't be sparks flying like that. Okay, I get it. Right. But for a movie that that's super actiony, it's got all these guns and he's figuring it out. And like even with like John Wick, it's like, <clears throat> excuse me, I did a Johnny. If your movie is supposed to be about like this about like a gun hero, do some more research about guns. Like uh, do some, like how strong bullets are because sometimes they do that in John Wick. Where okay, they're they're giving their characters some leeway because they're in the fifth movie for or fourth movie for John Wick, where like oh his jacket right. like okay I get it he's a fictional character. But in the first movie, in a movie where it's just a standalone, think about it a little bit more. That's just how I feel because it takes me out yeah. of it. Yeah. Well, John, like John Woo's movies, especially if you watch Mission Impossible, he was like a very influential director in the eighties and nineties in the action movies. He like he made like Hard Boiled, Eggs. and um, Hard Yeah, he made Hard Boiled Eggs as well, and the movie. Um, he did the Killer, not the David Fincher movie, the Killer from nineteen eighty nine, and then he did Face Off, where John Travolta and Nicolas Cage switch faces, and it works for some reason. <laughs> Um, but then he did Mission Impossible 2. And Mission Impossible 2 is like the most 2000s movie ever because it's all like this, like the slow motion, like bullet time where they're like jumping across like a, yeah. a hallway. And, like, I hate that shit, honestly. Pew. So I don't think John Woo's the director you go to for like the most realistic. Okay, I think it is, sure. it is stylized a little bit. But in this, I do think that, like, it's, I don't know, like, it's because he's a stylized director, right? But the camera work, like, they sometimes they would use like some kind of weird steady cam. And it would be like you'd see that these mechanical, like lateral and vertical movements, like it was like shaky, but it it was shaky, like a drone was malfunctioning sometimes. And I I was like, is that intentional, or is that, are they not getting the camera as steady as they wanted? Yes, there's one when they're like on a bed and he's backing up the camera, and you see the camera just go like this. Yeah, like like they try to do these graceful movements. I'm like, is the cameraman doing? Is this on purpose? Yeah. Um, but I do think the way it kicks off in terms of like. Because usually a movie would be like, oh, he, this is the perfect dad. He's got a life. And then yeah. this happens. But it just starts off right in the center of it. And it opens up with a lack of context as, as to what's going on. And it, I think that makes it a little bit more compelling and keeps your interest more than if you knew everything. Yeah. The way it reveals how the inciting incident happened isn't as you know linear as you'd expect. And I like that about it. I would also say when it comes to him as a character, I like if I was if I went through what he went through... Although I'd make it like two days, I'd probably try to do the same thing. You know, it's like, yeah. honestly. I, well, at first, when he, you see that there's a really there's a good visual where you see the calendar. Yeah. And at first, I was like, oh, is it not Christmas? Like he's gonna he has three weeks to like figure out how to fight. Yeah. And then I saw that I was like, oh shit that was on Christmas and then he has a year. He has like, an okay, entire year. And yeah. then that 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 calendar thing makes it really seem like he's. Um, trained like he seemed, he, and also the thing it does that's cool is it shows like how difficult it is to at least at first how difficult it is to kill another human being. Yeah, like in real yeah. life, it's like it's so hard. You have no idea. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like people underestimate how strong other people are, especially when they're about to die. Yeah. And it's like what, what are they they always say in like training classes. Like if you ever see anyone with a knife and you can't run away. Before you begin to fight them, get mentally comfortable knowing the fact that you're gonna be cut to the bone. Yeah, like it's going to happen. Get over it. So it's like we. It's fucking difficult. There was uh, one thing I was gonna say, where um, oh my, every time like I respond to something you say, I always forget what I was gonna say. Because my points are just too good. Just, they wipe they, your memory. They just, they wipe my <laughs> that memory. That was so good. What were we talking I, about? Whenever I listen to you, I just become so stupid. I forget what I was gonna say. Yeah, when you listen to me, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, shit. Um, Can I say something? Yeah, go ahead. Because you don't have anything to say anymore. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So 
What was I going to say? <laughs> no way. Are you serious? <laughs> Wait, shit. I totally... It was a good point. It was a good point. It was... Oh. So the whole thing, like, this isn't a spoiler. It shows it in the trailer. Like, his kid dies, and that's, like, what sends him on this revenge quest. There's a scene where he finally, like, lets it all out. Yeah. The, his grieving. And it's very powerful. I thought that was good. Like, my eyes were getting a little Bernie. I'm like, this is not Bernie Sanders. Like, the politician. <laughs> I, thought, Bernie, I literally like, thought sensation. of Bernie Sanders when you said that. And I said that, too, when I was thinking about The American about it. people are tired um, of women. And I was like, that's good. And I think that gave us enough fuel, enough enough empathy fuel to carry us through the rest of the movie. But the movie kept going back to him being like, oh, shit, my son's still dead. That's a spoiler, bro. No. I just said it wasn't. It's not? I just said his son gets killed. Oh, I didn't even know. That's notice. the inciting incident in the movie. That's it's not a spoiler? It's in the trailer. Are there any spoilers for this movie then? Yes, how it ends, which is crazy. <laughs> okay. And bad, <laughs> which we'll talk about. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but like... I was like, all right, nice. We have enough fuel to get through this movie. And then it kept doing, like, my son, my son. I'm like, yeah. I get it. And I, I think yeah. that really bogged down the movie. And maybe they just kept those in for time because it's like, oh, we can't have this be an 80-minute movie. I also know that, like, yeah, he took a year to train for this. <clears throat> Excuse me. But um, I don't... He got ripped. Yeah. Well, yeah, of, of course. But, like, I don't think anyone's making it past, like, their, like, their cul-de-sac in a year's worth of training against 100 gang members. It's like, no. It's a movie, dude. Well, again, it's like, I just, I don't know. I have a problem with it. Sorry this movie doesn't, you know, fulfill the needs of your tactical-minded Tim oh, Kennedy oh, wait, MMA Oh, wait, wait, that's what I was going to say. Wait, what? wait, okay. <laughs> this is what I was going to say. This movie is is such, like, um, action porn in the way where it's like when you were 11 and you were like, if someone breaks into my house right now, oh, yeah, this I is, got my plan. Yeah, yeah. If someone breaks into the school while I'm in math class, dude, I know what I'm going to do. If somebody punched my mom, I would chase them down on foot in their car and I'd smack a shovel against yeah, the car. Like, that's, the car would flip over and explode. <laughs> the and entire just, movie I'd, I wouldn't even look at the explosion. I'd just walk away and then ring my little bell necklace that I have that's on. That's like, the, the entire movie. 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 Yeah, it's 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 like a fantasy. Porn this is why it would have been do. cooler if it was released t- ten years ago. Yeah, because we this would have been somewhat stupider. innovative. Um, there are some. There's good stunts, and I really. Love, I I don't think this is a bad movie. I think this is perfectly solid. I think this is. Let's go to rating system. Yeah. All right. On a scale of a super loud night, <laughs> okay, being yeah. the worst, a ruckus filled night being the worst, <laughs> ruckus and filled, a quiet place part two being ten. <laughs> What would you give it? Okay. And I think this is probably, it's a pretty good quiet night, but there's people across the street from you that breed dogs, and there's five Rottweilers all howling and barking every night at 3 a.m., which is what I'm living with currently. Oh, yeah. So that's about a solid 7.0. Okay. Which is a good score. Okay. I would give it, <clears throat> excuse me, oh my gosh, I would give it a, I'm trying to sleep, but at 2 a.m. my brother takes a shower and wakes me up mm-hmm. for a 6.0. <laughs> How about I have insomnia for a 6.0? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I have crippling uh, clinical insomnia. That would be a fucking one, bro. How about pulling a, no, I can't say that. Go ahead. Don't get mad at me. I was going to say, how about pulling a Heath Ledger and just slamming back a bottle of sleeping pills for a 6.0? <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> I love Heath Ledger. I love the I love the Dark Knights. You gave me movies. a perfect opportunity to use the clip I love using. Ah, shit. All right. Well, oh wait, no, I got to jump. So yeah. you, had, you said six. Oh, six point five out of ten. Boom. Trademark a screenshot to do whatever you want with it. You think I care? I don't give a shit. Let's Guys, go, spoilers, spoilers in three, two, one. Boss said he'd make the voices go away. He said he'd go inside and replace them with bright lights, <laughs> like Christmas. 
All right, we're back from spoilers. We're going to slam these two shots. You're going to slam it. Hurry up, Mark. Oh, I'm doing it with you? Jesus Christ. I yeah, hate... what are you talking about? Let's stop doing the show so I don't have to drink anymore. <laughs> Cheers. All right. So I'm going to pretend like that wasn't the worst thing I've ever That's tasted. That's horrible. I'm going to be manly about it and move on. So <laughs> the way this... The way... You're just like... I'm going to be manly about it. So, <laughs> so the way this movie ends... It's like pretty like there's there's not a lot of movies there's not a lot of moments in this movie where it's unintentionally funny, right? But they do this thing at the end where Joel Kinnaman <laughs> kills the villain, and there's he's like choking him, and there's this shittily photoshopped picture of his son on like one of the uh, what do you call them? It was like in Thor: uh, Love and Thunder. Yeah, I, I was just thinking about that. Yeah. yeah. What what's what, what's what are the the Christmas ornaments called that are like balls? Oh, I, I don't have a special name. I don't know, like the shiny balls on Christmas trees. There's a big one that he's next to, and his son's his son's reflection just like picture shows up in that, and he, and he goes like, "I think like oh, he's gonna let him live and go to jail." He's like, "No, he just kills him." And then he lies down, and then looks up, and then another ball. And there's just there isn't even like you see flares of like images on the balls on the reflection, and like you know you get it. It's just like a TV is playing. It looks so bad. Can I explain? And what? it's like edited where like there's cuts. You know? Yeah. Let me, let keep, me, yeah, keep and explain the one part that you. Yeah, really, yeah. yeah. I it, it would it bothered me so much. We were watching him like literally dying, and he's looking up, and you think, okay, what is this? It's it's a flashback of his entire life. No, it's just f- footage of him hanging out with his son. It's like okay, like yeah, he did this whole thing for his son. He's avenging his son. Um, that's cool. And then, and then in my head, I'm like, oh, so these are like the most important parts of his life, his son. And then it just cuts. And it's just some random white guy that looks nothing like his son at a high school graduation. And I'm like, oh, so one of the most important parts of his life is his own personal <laughs> high school graduation. Yeah. And then it cuts back to his son as and a it's, three-year-old. It's, yeah, because back to it's not even like a progression. And like the funniest thing about it is that you have to take a shot because you because you, you said graduation. Uh, uh, you did that on purpose. <laughs> of course, I, did it on I purpose. knew. I knew. There's there's not a world in existence where Johnny would have let me talk. I knew that was a setup. You're Look, my whole shit. <laughs> my whole goal with this podcast is to get is to get Mark to become an alcoholic and then laugh when he gets drunk when he's young, but then when he gets older and alcoholism isn't funny anymore, to like really lean into him and be like you got to change your life, man. I don't know how this happened. You, you really fucked this it up. This is all Tony Cruz's you fault. You fucked this up, This pal. is all Tony Cruz's fault. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was funny. And also a v- like it was just the last two decisions t- decisions they made in the movie really soured it for me because then there's another thing where he leaves a note at the son's grave. He leaves the train thing and then a note at the son's grave for his wife. And it would have been a great opportunity for the first time we hear his voice to be in the letter because he's not speaking. She's reading it in his voice because she knows what he sounds like. It would have been really good if we just, like, the the ending montage, it was just him being like, dear bitch, my wife. To have, like, a voiceover, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It would have been much better. Instead, we just get, like, the shittily superimposed, like, comically bad thing of like a handwritten letter that looks like it's the Declaration of Independence or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, and it didn't even look like legible. Yeah, I was I was like it was like moving pretty and fast it was like cursor so I'm like quickly. fuck 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 speed reading through this thing. Yeah. It would be cool like cuz there was no dialogue the entire movie to have the last thing to be a voiceover. Like you yeah. were saying I was like oh that's a pretty good idea. But um let me ask you this other than like a thematic thing of like the police teaming up with, you know, civilians against crime, what was the point of the cop to the plot? Except that he went in his office and got a picture of a guy. There was no point. No Kid Cudi shows up and he doesn't say anything. That was where I felt it was contrived. That was Kid Cudi? Holy shit, yeah, it I'm was. Like, why wouldn't he say anything here? I'm like, now he just now we have two mute characters? It's like, come on. But I do I do th- I do think in the like the second act, I really didn't mind like I didn't I didn't notice that there wasn't any dialogue for a long time. 
I noticed the entire time. It was no dialogue actually distracted me. Yeah. Because so you thought it was a, so you thought it was gimmick. I thought it was the only the way I would be like, okay, this works, is if the entire movie was nonstop action, go, 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 yeah. go. But it wasn't. We cut every now and then in the middle for there to be character development with characters that can't talk. So it was like, it just didn't work that well. Whereas like, it it because thematically, the only reason why I can't why he's not communicating is because his his he's literally a mute now because of his voice. But all the other characters are fine. Yeah. Why aren't they talking? They're all in heroin. And it, but it's like something like the, a quiet place. It's like the entire movie is around you can't make noise. Yeah. I could accept that's cool. So every time that's I a, yeah. every time it's, I'm thinking to myself they're not talking, it's because of danger. It, yeah. Like there's in a quiet place. There's a. There's a environmentally enforced rule that you can't talk. That's a good way of putting it, yeah. It's a great way of putting it. As I'm so I, happy I, I told say. you to say that before the podcast. <laughs> what? I gave you a bone. No, shut up. I gave you a bone. Shut up. I know say how this words on the work. Podcast. I, I know yeah. a lot of voids. Yeah. I got no problem. Name five of them. <laughs> I really couldn't think of any. Um, what was fuck? What was I saying, asshole? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, but in this movie, it's like only he can't talk. So yes. you have to come up with a really good explanation for why everybody else isn't talking. And I sort of think that works. Like, the, the wife does say, it's okay, it's okay. Like, but just cut to the window. Yeah. And just, ha- and just have them framed in the window. Yeah. That would be so much better. It's like either like... Maybe he saw that as a cop out the director, John Woo. Like, but. own up to it and have no dialogue or just have some dialogue. Yeah. But he couldn't make up his mind. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I wouldn't say that. It, it sort of felt like a more extreme version of the... Like a less... A more extreme and less good version of the killer. Because remember I'd say... That the killer is basically a silent movie almost if you take out the voiceover. Yeah. Because the killer in that barely has any dialogue. And I think that works really well. But I think that, that works better way, than this. That was way better. Yeah, that's better. David Fincher. David yeah. Fincher's the man. But, all right. I don't feel like there's anything else to say. Yeah, I think we're good. And you're going to cut so it looks like I didn't take a long time to come up with Wait, the Wait, did you take your half shot? No. Give me that. Where's the cap? Can you put the cap back on when you're done? Ain't no cap, bro. All right, ready? Ready? Oh, fuck. All right, Cheers. Cheers. Oh, God. Shit. Remember, if you like the video, you have to take a shot. Yeah, send in us a video of you drinking. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> don't do definitely that. don't send us a video of you driving. Yeah, not at the same time. <laughs> um, if you really want to be cool. All right. Get this man some keys. I love, like, I videos hate, of a drunk guy on the internet, alcohol. and all the comments are just like, somebody get this man behind the wheel. <laughs> God's drunkest driver. Uh, what's it called? 20% of uh, car accidents are because of uh, drunk driving. Uh-huh. That means 80% are sober driving. Yeah, so we gotta so get rid of these. Everyone's gotta start drinking. Well, 80%. <laughs> don't you put the. I don't want any. I don't want to hear that on the internet at all. Oh, come on. Well, actually, statistically, Mark. Johnny kind of lucked out because this is the perfect outlet for him as a human being. Yeah. This podcast. I, if it wasn't for this podcast, I'd be murdering broads. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm feeling the whiskey a little bit. I feel a little bit too. This is a perfect time to go driving. <laughs> like the perfect driving drunk. It's All right, so my movie re- recommendation Boo. <laughs> is There Will Be Blood, which is a Paul Thomas Anderson movie from 2007, which is one of my favorite movies. And the logline goes as follows. A story of family, religion, hatred, oil, and madness focusing on a turn-of-the-century prospector in the early days of the business. If I just want to read correctly, I just have to get a little bit drunk. This sounds like... Uh Fucking De Niro movie, what we just saw, Killers of the Flower Moon. It's sort, it's sort of like the same geographically. It's in California, but it's sort of the same, like you know, around oil it. and stuff like that. All right, <laughs> but it, it, 
it, this is like one of like the centerpiece movies of the 21st century so far, or at is least it, of that decade. Is this the one where it's like, I abandoned my child. Abandoned my child. Yeah, it's fantastic. And it, it's such a strange movie. It almost it, I, it, Napoleon reminded me of it because it has that weird, like, sort of absurdist comedy where, like, yeah. people are so serious, but they're slapping each other, and it's funny, you know. And it's the way this movie's filmed. It was heavily inspired by Treasure of the, of the Sierra Madre. And while watching this movie, the way like the music works, it almost feels like a throwback to like a 1930s movie. Or like nineteen twenties movie, like a silent movie from the twenties. Mm. The way, like, the, especially the way Daniel uh, Daniel Day Lewis acts, it's such a. It's almost like um, Vincent D'Onofrio in a Full Metal Jacket. The way his face is so exaggerated in the bathroom scene, mm-hmm. like Lon Chaney, that that actor from whatever. It's almost like that, where it's such a heightened performance that it feels like a like a sinister movie from like the like I don't I can't really. If you watch clips from it, you under- you'll understand. Sometimes when I watch movies <clears throat> and I see a scene like that where it's like, I can't tell if that's like a natural way to express things like in your face. Yeah. I wonder like when actors actually do these things, do they know that like, oh, this is how people actually act or they're like stepping it up a little bit? Cause, like, yeah. they, well, there's, different, so, there's so, different styles. Like you have restrained performances, you have over the top performances like yeah. a network. It all depends on the movie and then. What the director well, I, 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 well, I guess what I'm asking is like, does the director tell him to do a specific, specific way, or does the actor try something and then the director's like, all right, do it differently? Like, yeah, I'd like well, to know that's, the that's process. Takes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably that's probably. I'd, 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 I'd like to sit in on like an actual movie like that. You yeah. Know? Um, Kubrick would just go do it again. He wouldn't say anything. Yeah. Well, he there's one clip of him telling Shelley Duvall like he needs to be a desperate, you know, begging. Anyway, I've never seen this movie, but I got to. I have pod. to. Yeah. yeah uh, word it. reveal. I've got dialogue, voiceover, directed, gangsters, kid. I had has no dialogue, action, Suicide Squad, graduation, and Christmas. Thank you guys so much for watching. We'll Ooh, see you on the next one. Run. I don't know which next one's going to be because there's some things going on. The boy in the hair. It might. We might see it. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know. Either I way, see. there's a bonus episode coming up. I'm really excited for it. Yes. That's going to be a lot of fun. I love yes. doing this. Guys, go watch every single video we've ever made really quick. Eh, all of them. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Bye, guys. Yeah.